Ladies and gentlemen, we're back yet again for another episode of Thoughts on Films. And I do have to apologize to our special guest today, Wina, who um, we actually did this and then. Girl. There you go. The Jakarta traffic. The perils of doing a live podcast show um, at the roadside cafe, so to speak. But nevertheless, um, that's, that's not really the issue. The real issue that we had just now was the fact that my laptop um, couldn't take probably the, the amount of information that we that we had. It had nothing to do with the WWE files on, on my laptop. Okay, so before you go there, we know that's, that's not. Yeah. Nothing to do with that whatsoever. It's so, just refusing my voice. No, nah, it's just GarageBand. GarageBand is just being an asshole. So... Uh, well, let's hope it stops being an asshole. So now I'm recording this on two different medium. One, we're recording straight to GarageBand, of mm-hmm. course. But uh, another way to ensure that we actually don't have any such issues anymore is um, I'm using my phone as well. So it depends on the quality as to how you're going to get this. Uh, I'm the female voice. So. I know. Well, <laughs> we can only record to one track. So we're going to go with that. Is there actually this real little difference between the male voice and the female voice on other tracks I, I suppose there is but but it's all technical for, for, for our part here we just want to get the voices number one recorded and number two saved okay so ladies and gentlemen for now we're just here and uh, what we were talking about just now was Wina's very interesting experience as a subtitler right because um, that's what you do at least on a part-time or on a freelance basis, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So our ice lemon tea is here. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> we record this live. Um, the ice cafe. lemon tea. The, the, the waiter brings the ice lemon tea onto the table. <laughs> and water. He cuts straight through the swath of people and the water. <laughs> bottle, not cold, because that's not the way that Miss Wina would like. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you have apologized also for the traffic because this is a, again a roadside cafe. Well, this is probably the first time we're doing such a show, so I don't know whether we should apologize. We should just say enjoy this unique experience. Yes. It adds to the lightness of the whole thing, I think. Right? So it's it's something a bit different, if you like. All right. So, all right. Don't choke yourself in the water. All right. Sorry. <laughs> all right. But we are here to talk about your experience. Uh, as a subtitler, right? Uh, mm-hmm. We've covered quite a lot of stuff earlier, so I hope you, you're not so pissed off uh, to the point where you don't want to recount some of those things again. Okay, uh, yes. I'm sorry, but <laughs> that's okay. Uh, but yeah, okay. Well, you were involved right. in this. How how did you get started in mm-hmm. the subtitling industry? Uh, okay, so the last time we talked to Vicky was when we talked about Ghibli's films, right? And then. We talk about how translations and subtitling is actually a major part of film watching, oh, right? Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. Because again, uh, well, when we talk about subtitles, the biggest uh, problem would be the contextual issues, right? So again, that's something that we going to talk about later on. But the first, but uh, how did I get this job? Is actually quite dodgy in a way. <laughs> 
You mentioned the earlier as well. It does yes. sound very dodgy. Yeah. Because I know this person who wanted to do, who asked me whether or not I wanted to do some translating job. Mm-hmm. Translating job, and then um, I never met the person. We only in uh, back and forth. Our only means of communication is email, right. back and forth. Uh, and then he, uh, sorry, she at the very beginning before I got this job, he. She gave me this test, mm. the translating test, mm-hmm. which is in a form of Microsoft Words, yeah, uh, and a video file. So, and then the Microsoft Words is actually already containing the English uh, dialogue. All right. Yeah. So I'm translating English dialogue to Bahasa Indonesia. All right. Yeah. So uh, it was actually quite challenging, but. Thank God I passed the test. Yes. <laughs> Obviously, I've been doing this for five years. Yeah. Uh, more, I think, than five years. Actually, more than five years. My God, Vicky, could be seven. What do you mean seven? Seven. Okay, or... give me the year you started. <laughs> um, it was in two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. Or two thousand ten. Well, it's definitely six years. Six years. Right? Yeah. I would say six years. Um, and now yeah. the rain is coming down as well. I don't know what's going on here. Seems like all hell has broken loose here, right in the heart of Jakarta, ladies and gentlemen. But we will fight through the elements to bring you this very special episode, indeed. Right, yeah. and we continue further. Uh, we discuss this. Uh, I'm just going to take a short break so I can con- uh, save this because otherwise we might lose the file again. So don't go anywhere. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, as it turns out, we decided not to fight through the elements because uh, we. Uh, sorry, what? No. Oh, the mic. Is it too in the way? No, no. Yeah, it should be in the middle. Right. Okay. Too intimidating. The mic too <laughs> yeah. close. All right. Turns out we've decided not to fight through the elements because, um, quite frankly, it's, it's just much quieter on the inside. I think, although it is still a bit noisy, but nevertheless. Um, we decided to move inside of the cafe, uh, and our potato wedges have arrived. So, um, if and it smells really good. It smells really good, yeah. If in the middle of all this you hear uh, some kind of crunching noise in the background, don't be too alarmed, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the I may have a habit of speaking with my mouth full, <laughs> <laughs> even when she's not eating anything. Right. So that sounds so wrong. Um, <laughs> we were just talking about the, 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 that experience, right? And mm-hmm. earlier you mentioned how this test that you did, mm-hmm. it was also kind of like the first job mm-hmm. for you, right? Um, mm-hmm. It's for a show, a Japanese show called Iron Man. Iron Man, right? now, yeah. Explain to us um, what, what you remember from, from this particular subtitling job. What was it like? It was actually quite uh, shocking at the very beginning because, again, I never knew about Iron Man Championship during that time. Mm-hmm. And then it was actually in Japanese. Hmm. So what happened was the, the language is Japanese and then what I've received is the English file hmm. of that Japanese program. Right. And then I translated into Bahasa Indonesia. All right. All right. So it's actually gone through... Uh, three stages, I guess, two stages okay. uh, to get to Bahasa Indonesia. Right. So, uh, and then what really, uh, again, when we talk about translating, uh, like I said before, sure, anyone could actually do this, mm-hmm. right? But there, again, if you have a very good English as well, you could actually already did this. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, there's a, this contextual aspect that you have to be uh, also be aware of it. 
mm. right? Some of the uh, you know, some of the events is actually quite confusing, and then again, they have the specific name mm. that we cannot translate. So, for example, mm. uh, uh, well, there is a, a, a Japanese words that mm. referring to a certain thing, and there are no match in Bahasa Indonesia, okay. no match in English. Yeah. It's better for us to keep it in Japanese. All right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, those are the kind of thing that we. So, Those actually the challenge. Like, um, sakura, or? yeah. Like if, we, if if in a Japanese sakura, and then in English, they, obviously they don't have the words that equivalent of sakura, right? Yeah. It remains sakura in in obviously in Japan, English, and Bahasa. I tell you what, I think I know what it would be in Padang. Though. Sakura. <laughs> no, it would be sakuro. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, I, I I'm giving Fikri the look. Yeah, it, the look uh, is, is a very, look men- that <laughs> very menacing one. Um, the look that says that she wants to put it away just now. <laughs> right. So you did that, um, mm. but uh, I think we we briefly touched upon before. You are not as aware of Japanese culture yourself, mm. right? So in terms of being selected for. Mm-hmm. Translating work. Mm-hmm. Um, do they just pick things at random, or is just a um, is it just a case of oh you can do this and, and therefore you, you just do it? Should should shouldn't you be someone who is aware of Japanese culture? Or, so or you, you think like context? are you talking about the qualifications? No no no. I'm talking huh? about more about how. Uh, if you are selected to translate something mm-hmm. that's from Japan, but mm-hmm. you, you mentioned just now, you were just showing it to me on your laptop, mm-hmm. right? How you're translating for uh, a show. Uh, what is it called again? Weekly AKBP48. There you go. Right. And it's a bit of a mouthful, that one. Are you yourself into Japanese culture? Not really, but the good thing about doing this work, without really getting into... Um, not without really getting into academic in a way because again I really feel that we are part of this globalizing world right because easily if there's some kind of um, event or terms that I don't really get you could just google it you know what I mean find it in google and then find what really means and then what I have to work is how do you able to translate that to Bahasa that would be the challenge so uh, there are some words, okay, the difficulty about the file that I'm working on right now, it's about children, Japanese poetry, hmm. Jap- yeah, Japanese uh, poetry for children, I meant. Okay. Yeah. And the limericks and the pantun, right? The pantun is, again, so different with what we had. Yeah. So I have to figure out how to sometimes maybe change the limerick or the the pantun that could actually make sense in bahasa hmm. you know what i mean yeah. which is i'm i'm feel a bit sorry for the japanese or those who understand japanese i'll be pretty much be criticized hmm. because of changing the context uh, because of changing of the meaning of the japanese hmm. language okay or not suitable with the japanese language but yeah. then again i have to work on that context part yeah. that will be the challenge and i think for me personally, a good subtitler or a good translator understand the, the cultural background of it. Okay. Okay. There's a lot of things. So, for example, I I did a file about Master Chef. All right. No, Master Chef. No, Top Chef. Sorry, not Master Chef. Top Chef. Okay. Man, Top Chef has a lot of um, 
French terms, French culinary terms. Oui, oui, mademoiselle, oui. <laughs> and then, of course, there's a lot of ingredients. That's the, oh my God, that's the difficult part. <laughs> ingredients that doesn't have this, the, 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 the bahasa language of it, mm. or the bahasa terms of it. Yeah. Right, um, like bacon. Yeah. What, what, what would it be in Indonesia? Daging asap. Which okay. is not making any sense, Daging right? Asap? Wouldn't that be smoke? Yeah, that's well, not really. Yeah, that's that's the thing. We, again, well, Indonesia and Malaysia is quite similar. We don't really eat. Well, the Muslim part don't eat bacon, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we don't have the word for bacon. I see some um, someone actually spell spell bacon with a K mm-hmm. to make it more bahasa. <laughs> if you if you if you try to find it in a dictionary I don't think there's a bacon with a K bacon <laughs> no bacon in the dictionary not, not, not that we know of it's not officially right Pak Jokowi masih enggak bacon I'm still laughing at bacon so um, again that's the difficulty that's the difficulty of translator we have to find or maybe sometimes even create some of the terms mm. Uh, or the that that is kind of like biasa in other language in English like bacon is so ordinary right mm. but I don't know the suitable uh, counterpart for the bahasa term that will okay. actually the difficulties All right is there somebody else in this process mm-hmm. who helps you like you finish doing your translations mm-hmm. you submit to somebody else who then yeah. go through your work once again is yeah. that like oh okay uh, there's one of the things that we have to I, I mentioned this to Fikri before that I'm uh, I'm a small cog in the net, yes. in the in the subtitle An network. Important cog, all the same. <laughs> Without you, it would not really work all that well. Yeah, but but the thing is, uh, I always got the file already in the uh, first in the work file, right? And uh, the English word is already uh, written down, so I. I I don't really need to look at the video and then write down the English and then and then translate it in the Bahasa Indonesia. No, that's the old way. I heard from my supplier. <laughs> I heard from Again, my, very dodgy. I heard from, from my supplier. That's the way she did things back mm. in the olden days without the internet. Okay, mm. without the software, she really needs to work. Look at the tape. Um, write it down mm. and then translate it mm. which is again I cannot imagine if I able to do that ever yeah. so uh, what, I, what what happened was there's this other part called quality control they do have quality control mm-hmm. and then they have the other person who's actually uh, write down the English uh, yeah write down the English into the word file mm. and then send me the English file mm-hmm. I translate it and then I give it back to the supplier and then the supplier will send it into the quality control mm. and then the quality control would would assess my work mm. and then could give me feedback oh uh, she's not good or she uh, need to work on this need to work on that those that kind of thing okay. again I don't know these people but I know my work is being passed around 
in a couple of hands. Right. Uh, this is actually a very important point. Uh, you also mentioned uh, in the original recording that we did uh, for this show how you actually never met this person until very recently. Um, uh, this person who got in touch with you, mm-hmm. you, you only met her twice in six, six years, yeah. seven years maybe? Six or seven six years, or seven yeah. Years. Um, what was it like meeting that person for the very first time? It was actually quite um, interesting because during that I met her during Ramadan, mm-hmm. right? Um, she's she's an Indonesian, but she lives in Manila, right? right? Uh, so that's why the reason why we only go back and forth with email. And then she asked me like, okay, let's buka puasa bersama. And then we, we go to buka puasa, and then I realized that she's not Muslim at all. <laughs> She's not Muslim, but she respects that I'm Muslim. That's so, right. Yeah, so and then we talk, we talk. And I met with other translators and subtitles and the key, uh, the quality control guy. Yeah. And then those people who actually only did the English one, the, who's, who's basically wiping down the English dialogue into the Word file. Okay. I met that couple of guys, right. uh, a couple of uh, uh, other works. And it's actually quite good. It's a sort of becoming gathering. But... For her, uh, she told me that actually, it's I think there's 10 people during that time, 10 or 15 people. But according to her, she has still lots of tons of people that she never met as well. Right. So she has a lot of, um, uh, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> how do you call that, like from supplier? I, anyway. I don't know, uh, supplier? <laughs> supplier, yeah, so she has a lot of supplier, <laughs> I guess. Alright, right. a lot of people working under her. Mm-hmm. Now, this is an important thing, the, the issue of trust, right? Mm-hmm. Because you, you did not meet this person to begin with, mm-hmm. and she, uh, until recently at least, uh, have not met up with you yet. Mm-hmm. But yet you guys were able to work professionally in this yeah. context, right? Yeah. And you, you mentioned how your family had some reservations about this? Yeah, yeah, because again, it was, uh, I've never met her, and my parents was, at the very beginning, was uh, really afraid that this is only a scam. Mm. Right, but then my my thinking was, if it's I, I if it's a scam, uh, the person, the supplier is actually not asking me for any money, just yeah. asking me for my time. That's it. Yeah. But other than that, I never, I never think that she will that she, this is a scam. That's right. to be honest. So again, I I did a leap of faith, sort of right. speak. And then, uh, well, it's a fruitful leap of faith because I've been doing this for seven years and everything turns out okay and she's a, she's a lovely person. Right. <laughs> uh, and, you know, I, I don't... I, again, this is the kind of uh, part-time that I enjoyed. Yeah, That's absolutely. the major thing, like something that you enjoy doing, right? Absolutely. Right. In whatever field that you are involved yeah. with, uh, it's always best to, to do something that you love uh-huh. because... Otherwise, you know, what's, what's the point, right? Uh-huh. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a short break again because um, I do feel like we should dig into the potato wedges <laughs> sooner rather than later. So we're going to be still right. very hot, though. Yeah, well, that's the best way to eat it, I guess, is it? <laughs> huh? Am I wrong? Or is it different here in Indonesia? <laughs> we'll be right back. Cultural issues. <laughs> we'll be right back after this. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, we're back as uh, Wino just finishes off uh, the last of the uh, potato wedges in her mouth there. Um, <laughs> we shall continue. 
Uh, I'm wondering about the program you use in your subtitling work. Mm -hmm. Just now you showed me a snippet of what you were working on in that AK48 show, mm -hmm. right? AKBP, AKB48. AKB48, alright, I have to <laughs> note that down again. AK, AKB48. Kawaii! <laughs> That's annoying me a lot. <laughs> well, I'm not surprised, it annoyed me already. It's, um, what program do you use? Because that does not seem like a normal sort of program. Um, I, again, I, I don't know what software it is. They just gave me this software and said, install this. <laughs> so I install it. But there's, then there's again, no name for that program? Uh, or no, software? I don't think so. No real name? Okay, all right. Yeah. I don't know for sure. But okay. I, I do believe that there's a lot of software out there mm -hmm. uh, that could actually help you translating and subtitling, mm. editing, those kind of things. But I don't know for sure. Right. Because the reason why is my supplier usually just gave me already in a Microsoft Word file, mm. which is easier for me. Because again, for Microsoft Word, mm -hmm. all I need to do is just uh, put the media player, mm -hmm. yeah, media player, next to the Microsoft Words. Mm -hmm. So I'm translating while I'm watching. Okay. So you do have to have that certain multitasking and be dexterous kind of <laughs> kind of a skill, you know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah. you have to be able to type while you watch. All right. That's another challenge as well. Yeah, I mentioned this because the program seems um, very interesting to me. Just very briefly just now, what I saw was uh, in the top left-hand corner, what you have is the video itself being played. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then on the bottom half, you actually have um, the bahasa, the bahasa version and the English version, uh -huh. right? And you have the power to just like change and write this mm -hmm. stuff up mm -hmm. in the program mm -hmm. uh, in real time, mm -hmm. right? So you have to be aware and be on the ball as much as possible. Um, but that's the program you use, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, uh -huh. what, what about the programs that you have worked on? What, what kind of shows oh, okay. uh, have you done? See, if it's uh, sorry, I'm just showing okay. this to Fikri. The, the the format of the Microsoft Words. This mm -hmm. is something that is easily done mm -hmm. uh, rather than using that software. All right. So, so, so basically yeah, it's you basically have the just, timer. Mm, I have the timer, mm -hmm. and then that's why I know. Uh, when this line is actually being said, when this dialogue is actually being said, mm -hmm. um, and then I have to match what they really meant, mm. this kind of thing. So we, we again, that's one of the things that I've learned about sub-translating is that you really have to take a look at where the conversation actually happens, mm. whether it's joking, whether it's serious, mm. whether it's um, informative, whatever. Right. So you have to really take a look at that. Um, again, like I mentioned before, contextual. All right. uh, yeah. This is the easy part. This is the part that I. This is the file that I usually work on with Microsoft Word, and okay. then just put side by side with the video file. That's it. All right. Well, that's mm. certainly very interesting. What I do notice is that you have, um, let's say, for example, uh, each line of dialogue is mm. itemized. So you have number one, mm. two, three, and whatnot. Mm. And then next to that, you have the actual. Um, time code, if you like, yeah. um, when that line of dialogue mm -hmm. will be appearing, and then you have mm -hmm. the dialogue itself, mm -hmm. right? So, from left to right, this is how that particular file is structured. I noticed that you've already done the Indonesian uh, translation for that. Uh, sometimes, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> the gods are not happy with us talking about this. Um, sometimes I notice that the Indonesian or the English version is shorter or a bit longer they don't exactly match each other mm. is this a consideration for you as well you oh, have to yeah. find the, the right kind of words that oh, matches yeah. the English 
yeah. translation. Oh, okay. I, sorry, I forgot. Not, not, not just the words themselves, mm. but the length and the size. Yes, yes. Oh, that's that's the good question because um, each line uh, should be containing a certain amount of characters. Depending on the television program. Mm. So, for example, here, while we're looking at um, what I'm showing to Fiki is actually a top chef mm. um, from AXN. Mm. So, AXN have their own um, uh, set, basically, yeah, mm-hmm. rules. So, for AXN, they only accept 36 characters per line. Wow. So, that's again the challenge. <laughs> I know... I know the English, I know the Bahasa word, for example, uh, this, okay, this one is called, this is what fried chicken is supposed to look like, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's 10 minutes, uh, sorry, yeah, sorry, uh, the, the English line was, this is what fried chicken is supposed to look like, yeah. I know in Bahasa, it meant, inilah ayam goreng, seharusnya ayam goreng terlihat seperti ini, yeah. right, it, <laughs> it's more than 36 characters, Absolutely. right? right. Uh, so sometimes we do need to work on how to make it shorter. So mm. I was said, ini ayam gorengnya. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Seperti ini ayam goreng. That's it. You know, you have to work around the characters as well. All right. Uh, the, yeah, the th- 36 character is actually, for me, it's a luxurious part because it's actually quite longer. Mm. Some of it is actually asking 34 34. 34, and you have to put the three... If you ever notice in television show, mm. translations, they have these three dots, right? Mm. Three dots for a continuation. Yeah, the ellipsis. Yeah. yeah, so 34 plus three dots. So it makes... I, it's like do, you, do you have the authority to kind of drag on the subtitle onto the the next part? Uh, like? I do have that authority, but then again, the good part was there's a quality control after what right. I did, right? Yeah. So they're the one who decided. Uh, sometimes they're the one who decided the the where to cut, and then when you saw it on the television, um, sometimes uh, the the cut has been adjusted. You know what mm. I mean? Yeah, those kind of things. Again, uh, one file could actually be handled by, I think, three or four people. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Right. The, the process is, is bigger mm. than just mm. uh, translating. Us, right? Just mm. the translating part itself. Um, you mentioned AXN, you mentioned Top Chef, Iron Man. What kind of shows have you done? Like, uh, for the most part, what kind of shows do you do? Really? Uh, oh, yes. Um, usually, and this is something that I'm in favor of, I'm, I, I like this type of file better than the other one, <laughs> it's like um, Net Geo and Animal Planet types right. of films. So, again, like, uh, well, Animal Atlas or the Net Geo, the last, the last um, file that I did was called Ivory Wars. Basically, oh, Ivory Wars. Wars yeah. And then I found, if you guys ever... Yeah, well, those types of um, shows, uh, uh, natural, conservative kind of show is mm. actually more of my, something along my line. Right. Uh, As in, you, you yourself would watch them for fun? No, no, um, uh, it's easier for me to translate. Oh, compared uh, to the okay. Japanese Iron Man? The, compared to the Japanese Iron Man. And the worst, the worst, in my opinion, the worst file would be reality show. Oh. <laughs> Okay, I can real, imagine why. Real Housewife, all of those series of Real Housewife. <laughs> I just could, I, I, I could kill all of those housewives because they talk too much. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you're alone in that regard. <laughs> but what kind of challenges do you face? I mean, they talk too much, yeah, but um, does, does, it, does it mean that you have 
more work or what? Actually, how does no. That translate for Actually, uh, if it's work-wise, the discovery net geo animal planet files is actually more worthy. More wordy, sorry, okay. wordy, like lots of words, uh, yeah, big I, words. I, I would think that they are word, more wordy as well compared <laughs> to the Wordy, and then again to the real housewife, is just uh, sometimes they only say uh, same thing again and again. Yeah, oh my god, oh my god, you know what, you know what, you know what, you know, okay. that's the real housewife. I'm just keen to know this. How would you translate oh my god into Indonesian? Astaga. Astaga. <laughs> Because if you say Ya Tuhan, it's just different. <laughs> ya Tuhanku. Ya Tuhanku. Oh ya Tuhanku. Ya Tuhanku. No, again, that's, that sounds preachy instead of like everyday conversation, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That Now, that's the context that I'm talking about. For Indonesian, we, Astaga would be the equivalent. Hmm. I don't know, in, in Malayu, Madonna, do you have the word Astaga? Well, we do actually, a shorter version of Astaghfirullahaladzim. Oh, but yeah. even, at the, even um, in that context, usually... Uh, because of its Arabic roots, mm. most people in Malaysia would use it. Well, well, within a more Muslim context, uh. you know, so oh. I, I, I would use it for sure. But I highly doubt my non-Muslim friends would consider using it because they don't use it as much. Right? Mm. Um, but this is a Malaysian issue because we politicize, um, religionize, if you like, even um, the, the very basics of our own language. Oh. So. So different people would say the very same things, but in slightly different ways, right? They would choose different words or, or different modes of expression to, to explain ah, that. So, okay. But yeah. in Indonesia, it's, it's not really that, Quite right? common, yeah. I think everyone could, actually. My non-Muslim friend actually all say, Alhamdulillah. <laughs> <laughs> Inshallah, they win. That's something that they usually said. Well, I'll tell you what, this, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot more universal than yeah. you think it. Um, I, we were talking about this before we started recording. Malaysia and Indonesia very close together in so many ways uh, understanding of religions and, and cultures and everything even language itself is very very similar but at the same time the differences that do exist are huge and even on something basic like this it's really difficult to say that I understand Bahasa Indonesia just because I can speak Bahasa Malaysia for example and vice versa so um the, the political part is, is something yeah. that you have to bear in mind. Is this yeah. something that you have to bear in mind as well? I mean, you mentioned earlier about bacon. Um, yeah. Is it something that uh, you cannot say or you cannot? Um, you have to pick another word oh, to, to explain it because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not yeah, Muslim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, um, is that not particularly Muslim word, but <laughs> I cannot say it in, in recording because yeah, it's, 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 a, it. it's a it's a it's a bad word. We, we are uncensored. In, in Bahasa Melayu, it's a bad word. Okay, what is it? In Bahasa <laughs> Indonesia, it's not. Okay, what is it? Started with P. What's P? For, for your for your bottom. Okay, pantat. Yeah. Okay, so what is it? <laughs> I just said it out loud. This Look! Cafeteria. Nobody's looking. No, again, pantat is in, in Indonesia is very acceptable. It's not a it's not a derogative term whatsoever. Again, it's just a body part. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then I do have. Other Malaysian friend, right? Not just Fikri. <laughs> oh, you have other Malaysian friends? Yes. I'm surprised. And then, and then um, uh, one day, I, I said the word out loud, out loud. And she was like, you said the word? You said the P word? <laughs> I'm like, is that something wrong? Well, apparently, it's a different meaning in Melayu, right? Yeah, yeah. Then, and that's one of the things that... Uh, 
I do notice in the translating process, mm. my supplier also said do not use, if they mention something about bottom or ass or butt, do not say pantat. How about do you say that? Bokong. What was bokong? Bokong is, bokong is butt. <laughs> it, sounds so, just... it sounds harsher than pantat. <laughs> bokong sounds like you can actually use it as a swear word. <laughs> No, it's actually quite formal language, Bokong. <laughs> <laughs> there yeah. you go. Uh, is it, okay, uh, another word I'm always curious about is Anjing. Anjing. Uh, for, for Malaysians, Anjing is just Anjing, right? Mm. And, and some people don't like Anjing, the dog, uh-huh. the animal itself per se, but uh-huh. the word Anjing is just fine. But, you know, over here <laughs> I watch Indonesian films and then people are just... They bleep out the word Anjing, is <laughs> yeah. it? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, well, if it's, well, Anjing in Indonesia is swear word. Yeah, yeah, and it's very derogative actually. But it's the same meaning. Hmm. But sometimes if we swear at people, uh, if we want to, you know, de- yeah, basically try to demoralize a person, hmm. we use that word. I don't okay. know why. And this kind of segues nicely. And there's a, and there's a tone actually when you said the word anjing. Anjing. Yeah, yeah. Anjing. You know, those kind of things. Now that's derogative. If you say, oh yeah, anjingnya lucu, that's fine. Like. <laughs> Anjing lu lucu, that's, that's, that's not. That's becoming a whole different field, man. It sounds like fun. You know where I got that word from, by the way? Merantau. Merantau, yeah. See, even your wife probably knows I don't say that word. That's probably, a bad word. Probably, yeah. That's a bad word. Don't bad teach word. that for, to your kid. Yeah, and, and for the listeners listening at home or in their cars or wherever they might be catching up with this podcast, um, don't use that word if you're in Indonesia. Right? Just, just pay safe. Right. Anyways, um, before we finish this segment, right, um, it segues nicely into a, a certain part because I do like to know from your experience uh-huh. the worst or the most challenging moments where uh, you have to translate something. It's just difficult. So. <laughs> uh, uh. Okay, for okay for the okay one other thing. Okay, so just a basic recap. Mm-hmm. Uh, the f- for me, um, doing this uh, subtitling work, uh, subtitling jobs, my supplier actually only asked me whether or not I have a, my own computer and whether or not I have my own internet connection. Mm. Yeah, which I do, of course. Yeah. Um, and then we know that there are characters that I have to fill in with and uh, that I have to follow through. Yeah. Of characters and then the context issues was huge um, and then oh, another thing that I forgot to mention deadline so that was the challenging part because again like I said before one file is actually handled by maybe three or four people um, and then they have actually a strict deadline that would be the that will be the you know uh, the same with any other other job deadline was the biggest the biggest, um, oh, the biggest trouble at all when you're doing a job, right? Yeah. That deadline, you have to fill, uh, you have to be finished doing the translations at so and so hour, so and so date. Yeah. That and then suddenly you have lots of things going on in your life, work, other works, family matters, friends matter, whatever. Yeah. And then you cannot fill the deadline. That will be the major challenge, actually. Right. But. That, that was for me, it's the difficult part, the challenge part, uh, uh, the deadline part. Hmm. The fun part for me was actually the contextual and finding the right words at the right moment, like, you know, <laughs> and then you have to fit in, trying to figure it out, 
uh, the cultural aspect or the cultural context of each of the dialogue, mm-hmm. which is that was actually the fun part for okay. me. All right. Um, just just before we move on from the deadline mm-hmm. part, can you just give us an example? Let's say you get the the the, the one that you're working on right now is um, something to do with AKB48, right? Mm-hmm. So you get it on on what day? Friday or Saturday? And then you have to finish it. Like when? I got this file actually. Um, <laughs> so I'm laughing because <laughs> this is actually quite a out of the standard. Usually they only gave me two or three days to finish up. Two or three days. Yeah. How long is the episode for? Um, some okay for half an hour. I could do it on. on basically uh, if I don't have anything to do I could fin- I finish it half a day for like a 30 minutes file alright right, that's, that's again it's again if it's like um, Net Geo and Discovery for yeah, me yeah. I could do it quite fast yeah but if uh, again so the deadline is actually depends on uh, how long is the durations of the, te- the show mm. basically but this one is out of the ordinary because uh I told the supplier that I'm going to be busy with marking exam and things like that. And so she gave me like a week to finish this off. All right. To finish this file. And now the deadline is actually on Friday. <laughs> and I only have I only did like some of it. I have to finish it up, man. All right. Well, we better finish up this podcast real soon then. Um, you mentioned also just now about the fun moments where you discover mm. new words. Or new, new words. Uh, not new words, but basically new things to say, new things to, to say uh, the same word. Like okay. I said before, uh, this is how you do fried chicken. Like I'm, I mentioned it before. Yeah, yeah. So you, there's a lot of way to say, to translate that into Bahasa Indonesia. You could be, yeah. ini ayam gorengnya, seperti ini ayam goreng. Uh, I'm goreng harusnya seperti ini. Those are the kind of things that you could actually play around, and I like to play around with words. Yeah. Oh, um, quick notes though. Um, I I have to tell you about the difference of subtitling um, industry or, or area. Hmm. Yeah. For me, it's only television show for cable, but there are some that works in a big change of um, moving uh, house, like 21 network. Yeah. So they basically subtitle the movie that you watch on theater. Yeah. Absolutely. And then there's also subtitlers who works in television stations. Mm. Um, and then of all oh, book translator. Oh yeah. Uh, book That's editor, right. which is again it's a different field for me. Yeah, absolutely. We actually interviewed someone, um, a former student of mine, Ezah Mahmoud. Mm-hmm. We interviewed her for this show. Uh, she actually just finished translating a book. Mm. From I think English to Basa Malaysia, and it's mm. going to be out real soon. Uh-huh. So, I, but I, I can't remember if we actually talked about that during the interview. But mm. the fact is, as you mentioned, it's, it's totally different. We have mm. translating for TV shows. Mm. That's different for feature mm. films. Yeah. That's different for. Te- um, I think even if you work for television stations, mm. right? You have a different kind mm-hmm. of stuff coming in. Um, I think it was on. Um, TVRE or RCTI. I think I saw a program. Um, with the watermark DW. DW is actually a German network. Mm, right? So yeah. I, I would imagine there, that there are other challenges that they face there that, mm. that has to be overcome as well, right? Yeah, so it's yeah, not yeah. just yeah. you understanding English, it's you understanding German and <laughs> and possibly yeah. English and, and possibly Indonesian as well. So, there, so yeah. there are a number of different areas that we can look at. Uh-huh. And we just finished interviewing uh, an audio engineer wow. who was involved with a company where he did additional dialogue recording, mm. dubbing for mm. 
for shows. It is what I mentioned to you earlier about the localization process. I think mm. this is a part of that as well. Mm-hmm. And what he did was actually to uh, record mm-hmm. actors coming in to dub over wow. the, the the original dialogue. So from, let's say, for example, mm-hmm. Korean or from English into Bahasa Malaysia mm-hmm. or Cantonese or Mandarin. So mm-hmm. it's it's a num it's completely different in in its own way. So I do not wish for our listeners to have the idea that your experience is representative mm-hmm. of everybody yeah, else's, yeah. but. Exactly. All the same, it is still a very important part. Like you say, um, a cog in the machinery, but the way I look at it, an important part, an important cog in the machinery. Oh. Well, yeah. It's true. <laughs> it's true, because subtitles ultimately is the way for us to understand mm-hmm. new worlds and new stories, right? New I, I do try, I do want to get a, a, a translating job, translating for movies. Hmm. Like, if you go to a theater, uh, watch any kind of movie, and the translator or subtitles bad, you kind of like, oh, it's wrong. And that's something that I really want to but uh, apparently one of the things that I learned as well that subtitling or the kind of work that I do is all about networks mm. it's about who you know right? and for me it's actually quite rare to see me uh, to see a translator or subtitler job being posted somewhere uh, if in Indonesia yeah, yeah. Trans, uh, in Indonesia there is some but then again, the response could be long, and then you could wait for months to wait for response, those kind of things. So if you know a person, if you know a guy who know a guy who know a guy, <laughs> that will be much better for you to get this kind of job, actually. This is where we start to put into use that six degrees of separation. Yes, exactly. Work, to work our networks. Um, you mentioned while we were enjoying our potato wedges just now. Which is already cold now. Well, it's, it's still quite nice, actually. Um, <laughs> I think the sauce makes it nice. Mm. Uh, Thai chili sauce. Um, you mentioned earlier about how you previously tried to uh, get a similar mm. job for mm. a television station. Yeah. Can you explain a bit more about that to us? Um, I'll give you the tissue to... to <laughs> the chili sauce kind of spilled over. And now she's drinking the water from the bottle. Okay, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> no, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. If it's working for a, a subtitler or translator in television show, it, it was treated as like any other job, to mm. be honest. Um, well, this is only, again, I have to point it out, that this, this is my, my own experience, basically. I don't know about other people's experience or whether or not they actually have a different experience than mine but this is what I found out that uh, I tried to apply this job as an in-house translator or in-house subtitler mm. in that particular television station mm. and the first thing that I need to do is actually to pass all of the psychological tests first mm-hmm. and then after that go to the interview and then after that I've never tried I've never did any language tests like what I've got from this part-time job hmm. seriously that's why I, I was thinking about what's this got to do with translating and subtitling my psychological state of mind <laughs> I don't know like why do you do like the, isn't it better for you to know about my language skill rather than my psychological <laughs> state well I have to say that you know, for any employer it's always good <laughs> to know whether your potential employees are nuts or not so <laughs> well, yeah, I guess you cannot see like pantat 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 doing that. 
universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that will be the worst. The worst, right? The worst. Um, okay, well, we're gonna we're gonna finish off this episode real soon. But before we do, um, a word of advice, perhaps, for people who are interested to get into this part of the industry. Mm-hmm. What would be the best way forward for them? Must they really know language all that well? Or is context the more important thing? Well, for me, again, for the television show. Uh, yeah, of course, if it's terms of, of um, language, grammar, all of those set of rules of English, yeah, you have to know best, right? But for me, your your cultural sensitivity one of the issues that is important. Mm. Especially translating something that is not common, like, mm. you know, the Japanese Iron Man, those kind of things, mm. to an Indonesian context, right. which is something that you have to work on. Yeah. So for me, cultural sensitivity is important, and then uh, semiotics, like the use of language. Right. Like sometimes you could use a certain words in in a certain situations, but right. the other one. Yeah. So again, for me, uh, you have to have that cultural sensitivity, in yeah. my opinion. Of course, there's a lot of technical side, like your English grammar, your technological side, whether or yeah. not you're savvy in terms of using. Internet and so on. All right. Okay. Well, I think that's that just about covers all the bases. Uh, we've spoken for 45 minutes. It's a pretty interesting episode. I want to thank you very much for having shared your thank time. Thank you, Fikri. Thank with you us. for the listener. <laughs> yeah. I hope we have more than 10 listeners for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's not a reflection on, on you, it's a reflection on us because um, <laughs> not that many people listen to us as it turns out. But never mind, uh, this is going to be up there, it's going to be forever immortalized on the deep, vast spaces. Yes, the they're going to like mort- uh, uh, mortalize the pantat anjing, Absolutely, those words are forever, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for having spent your time listening to us um, talking what about pantat anjing. <laughs> Um, we will we'll be able hopefully to catch up with you very very soon we know yeah, thank, thank you very you. much bye <laughs>